I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104 with you tonight on the show. Just how evil is white bread for you when it comes to your diet and weight loss? Is it actually the devil? Or may it not be that bad for you after all? So uh, Graham Tomlinson, you might be following him on Instagram. He is the fitness chef. He's an author and fitness expert with about half a million followers online. He's going to be back on the show this evening to debunk some common myths around white bread for you. So fingers crossed he'll have some good news for you that you will be able to have a slice of white bread guilt-free. That'll be a little after 10 o'clock this evening. Also, Gwyneth Paltrow has a new candle out with a new peculiar smell that you can purchase right now for about 80 quid. What exactly is that scent? You might be able to imagine what it is, but I will tell you exactly what it is and give you a roundup of the weirdest stories from this week so far on Down With That Sort Of Thing. Careful now. And Crossy from the Strawberry Alarm Clock, he will be on shortly to chat about how you can enjoy Dublin Pride this weekend with FM 104. All the details on the way. Get in touch. Let us know what you're up to this evening. If you want to shout out, just want to say hello. Uh, you know the WhatsApp number 87 this is Room 104 with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long with Play Blue, Ireland's favourite online adult shop. Visit playblue.ie today. FM 104. Okay, I have a little quiz to kick off the show. Oh no, why do you always do this to me? It's not fair. I'm not good at quizzes, you know it. It's only, it's only one question. Oh, for God's sake. And, uh, What's you the question about? <laughs> you listen, you listen in, in the car. You driving around, um, and also at home, your input is vital on this because you know you, you learn a lot about yourself in lockdown. I just want to know an answer to this question. Okay. How old do you have to be for it to be perfectly acceptable to give out to the annoying young kids that play in your estate? Oh, you are not one of these people, are you? Please tell me you're not, Cormac. Come on. This is always there, guys that do this as well. It's not girls. No, it's not. It's always. the owl added me coming out where, but I'm like, hang on a second, hang on. Like, there's, there's, there's kids coming into my front garden, up to the front of the house, coming into the garden, up past the cars, right up to the door, under the front window, playing, hiding, and I've just got an unmerciful urge to go out and be all like... No, right don't! It's off! Right, so I'm just wondering... Um, you need to calm down. Listen, we These are kids issues. that have not seen the sunshine in weeks. No. Do you know what they haven't seen ever? A wooden spoon. That's their problem. <laughs> they think they can saunter in. They have no idea of other people's personal space or boundaries. And they're just <laughs> fluting about. And I tell you, I tell you one thing, Saoirse. If one of them fell, if one of them fell, <laughs> I'd be sued. Now tell me, sorry, 
tell everyone what you told me earlier on that you were planning on doing. I got an unmerciful urge to just kick the young fella up the hole and no. launch him over the hedge. All right? No, what you were going to put in your hedges. What was I planning on doing that? I'm actually on that uh, uh, website at the moment. Um, I'm currently um, pricing giant, massive cacti to put in the hedges where they keep sneaking through. That's horrific. That is actually so mean. You remember just, being a child. You were also that child that was annoying neighbours. No, 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 no. I wasn't serious. I never played in someone's front garden, ever. Okay, so your football never got kicked into someone's garden. That's acceptable. That's perfectly fine. That's that happens probably, all the time. But I never went and decided to kind of go, let's saunter into this guy's front garden here and just have a laugh. They're probably playing hide and seek. I don't care. They're actually playing tip the can. doesn't matter. <laughs> Oh no, you're such a grumpy old man. You're far too young. I think you're not allowed to do I'm that until you're... Tip the can. I see your parents. And where are they? <laughs> Actually, no, I don't see your parents. That's the problem. Where are the parents these days? You're not allowed to do that till you're 70. Ah, it used to be 60 in my head. give out about kids. Yeah, I think 60-year-olds now are more 50, so I think 70 is a solid age where you're getting a bit oh, old and you're just grumpy. Sake. 70. I don't like that per- because you will have like 17 years on me. You'll be able to give out about young kids far sooner than I will. That's not fair. I am not 47 and women don't do this. Women don't give out like men do. Yes, It's they grumpy do. old men that give out to Excuse you. Me. It's like at Halloween. Can you mind like my rhododendrons, please? Excuse me. How dare you? I only planted those bulbs there last week now and after coming out, huh? Huh? Oh, I can't That's believe you're this, you're this type of person. Like you're so okay, angry the, about this, aren't you? Of, in a rage Do you know what you day. should do? Do you know what you should do? Stick them on your enemies list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. All of the that. kids on my road. Yeah. Yeah. That will make you feel Although, better. No, hang on. I don't, I don't want a written record of that in case, God forbid, something happened to them. And it's like, uh, Mr. Moore, why do you have it written down that you hate all of the kids on your road? That's true. Yeah. You know what? I'll just say look, annoying young people. That'll keep it vague enough for the authorities. You could have kids one day and they could be playing in someone else's garden and you don't want them to be shouted at by some... Young man. Hang on, I'll okay. have a list of I'll have a list of rules for my kids. No going into people's front gardens. No screaming loudly at eight o'clock in the morning because you're off and you're playing chasing out your kids, right? <laughs> uh, you know, no That's no crying ever. Never cry or express any emotions. Push them deep down inside yourself <laughs> and let them come out in your later years with trauma and issues. <laughs> Oh God, your poor kids! Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. How old do you have to be for when it is actually acceptable to be able to give out about annoying kids? See, I, I'm working. I see. The thing of it is, I wouldn't mind because like we don't have a we don't have a fancy office like some fancy people. So I'm t- taking over the front room. So they keep coming in and they keep staring in the window, and I'm like right That's beside curious. the window. Said, There's the window there. Mm. So the other thing I was thinking of doing is, right, I have an old, like, hockey mask, an old ski mask from a Halloween costume. And I was thinking maybe putting that on and renting a chainsaw. And then the next time they're in, I'll just be like, oh, geez, sorry, I just came out to cut the hedges. And just terrify them, traumatize them, so they'll never come back ever again. Although kids these days don't have any discipline, so they'll just uh, probably start attacking you. They won't be scared. They're not scared of anything. This is it. It's a kid's world. (laughs) Although at least... You don't have kids like I was when I was younger. Do you know what I did? After Halloween had ended, I used to go around weekly to different roads dressed up trick-or-treating. So it could have been March, it could have been April. Didn't matter when it was, I'd go around trick-or-treating. So imagine someone knocking on your door asking for sweets. Or doing knickknacks. 
Oh God. That'd we be haven't worse. been here at Halloween yet. See, that's the other thing, right? I know there's a, there's a tough balance between this, right? Because if I go schizo, then you'll be constantly known by the young people in the estate as the as crazy man Moore who lives in the house there, and yeah. that will invite invite chaos when they're like sixteen, when they're thirteen through seventeen. So the the gaff will be egged. They'll put yeah. a black cat through the letterbox. They'll TP the house, and uh, it'll be the constant um, gaff to knickknack. I don't want that either. I just hope that you're wearing trousers. No, I wasn't. They're in a pair of boxes knocking on the window. Seriously, with a glass of milk. Like, put on trousers. Oh, the worst thing about in your window. I look like such a bum. No, I have shorts on. I look like such a bum because I'm, I'm after losing the the cable, the charger for my razor. So I'm back to my days where I, I look like a member of the IRA in the 1970s. You know, one of those IRA beards. Yeah. <laughs> so just long scruffy hair and uh, and a scruffy old kind of puby beard on my face. And I'm like, just it's not a good look. And you're asking why they're looking in the window? No, they're just, just, they're just annoying. You're basically an animal. <laughs> they, now listen, if they came into your front garden... They can't because I'm on the third floor of, of an apartment block. No one can come <sighs> near me. No one can look in my window. It's fantastic. I love it. Yeah, uh, if you, <laughs> a few texts come in. Look at this. If you're old enough to own your gaff, you're old enough to care about annoying kids on your property. Only renting. So do that still allow me to do that. Uh, also, you should just have pointed at him and told everyone where he was. Pointed at... Oh, yeah, with Tip the Can. That's what I was kind of going to do, yeah. I think the oh, kid's name yeah. might be like uh, Simon or something. So I'll just go ahead and go, Tip the Can, Simon's a terrible hider, he's here. But no, I think the cactus, right? I looked at a cactus. You can get a massive cactus for 595 quid. I'll be honest with you, don't have the money for that. But there is smaller cacti <laughs> for 125 euro, which as soon as we're paid at the end of the month, I might buy one of them and just leave them there. Um, but hang on, what if they get injured and then the parents come knocking on your door? Hey, listen, listen. That's not my fault. That's not my fault. Yeah, but why do you have a cactus in your in your? <laughs> why, do you, why do you have a cactus in your bush? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> why do you have a bit of a bush in your bush? Um, <laughs> I was thinking of putting in a landmine as well, just for the crack. Oh, listen, just it's my property. I can put my landmines wherever I want. No, um, no, I don't think you'd get away with that. I think you'd get away with putting cactus in your front garden. I mean, you, you probably would get away with it. I mean, it is your property. But, but just replace the cactus with actual nails. That's what you could you could do. You'll still have to deal with parents that are given out to you for putting the cactus there and injuring their child, even though it's in your property. That's just the way life works. Oh, I know, yeah, I know. So what are you going to do about that? Like, I don't You won't know. even just have the, the kids. You'll have Susan and Karen at your door. Yeah, I know. That's, I can't that's deal with that either, so... The other thing is here is like a, because of my chronic fear of confrontation, I, I would not, wouldn't even have the balls to go up to their mothers or fathers and go, "Hi, sorry, yeah, no, it's just I'm just worried to see he might fall, yeah, no, I'm no, I'm sorry." And then two minutes later, you see me playing tip the can, go, "No, it's grand, actually, go on." Sure, they can come in and have tea if they want. It's fine. <laughs> That'd be weird. Now, oh, yeah, then God. they actually then their parents would make them. Maybe you're onto something, Sisha. Then they'd definitely never be allowed to come onto the gaff. Yeah, that's true, actually, yeah. But then that's not a reputation you want either. No, no. <laughs> Although you don't live on your own, so that's, that's probably it's a, dilemma. a good thing. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, it's a dilemma. How do you... I was thinking of, like, you know, some cars, can you set off, if you have a newer car, are you able to set off the alarm with the immobilizer, like, straight away? I think you can, yeah. So that was my other plan, because they keep coming right up to the front of the house and then crouching down in by the car. So I was thinking I'd just blowing the head off them with the car horn. But I can't do that because the car's too old. Doesn't have a fancy kind of thing. 
you know what you should do? Get that horrible smelling fruit that we talked about a while ago. Oh, and yeah. And put it around your garden so it smells like absolute, you know what. Oh, And no one would have come near you. Did you get I some? I think, no, but a, a hospital or a hotel. Oh, no, it was a post office in Germany. Had to be evacuated because the smell was so bad. See? It works. Yeah. Look at that, smelly. Workers were taken ill after a suspicious, suspicious package uh, emitting the odour caused panic. So a lot of them thought it was like either a stink bomb or some sort of biological weapon. This is a, a durian fruit. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's over in uh, Asia, kind of the Southeast Asia. And uh, it's the smelliest fruit in the world. And uh, a package was sent back to Germany. Uh, shut down a post office. It's horrific. And it's banned from a lot of the hotels and hostels um, out there. Well, look, I don't know if it's going to work outdoors, but it's going to do something. Yeah. Or even fart bombs. And then the kids start blaming each other and then they start crying and go home because they all start fighting because one is telling on the other. Mm. So that could work. So listen, I think I'm going to go with Operation Operation Cactus first and then we'll see how that goes. Yeah, do. Give us an update. But yeah, 70 is my age, I think, that a person can give out to whoever they want but anyone else younger than that stop just please (sighs) they're only kids for a short time okay (sighs) leave them at it maybe I'll be doing them a favour and aiding their personal development by setting boundaries because people need to know personal space and boundaries I do not consent to them being in my front garden oh actually you could probably say that it's not within the 2k or 5k they shouldn't really be. So guys, I'm just social, distancing. social distancing here, guys. Yeah, we're just trying to keep you know these people to the same household, guys. Thanks very much. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, we'll go out and just start, start disinfecting property. them. That's what I'll do. Start spraying them. Going, is this your thing? Sorry, yeah. I just want to make sure he doesn't have any of the virus. Good luck. Yeah. Right, could do that. That is your personal space, after all. Do you not yeah. have a gate? No, we do. Yeah, but like they come around the side. Oh. It's just mayhem, absolute mayhem. Um, so there we go. Uh, cactus is on the way. Um, and if you'd let us know if you have any, have any, um, what would I say? Yeah. Is 70 the age where it's acceptable to give out about young kids on your road? Or are you allowed to do it as soon as you move into an area? Let us know. 0876797104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Still to come a little bit later on, uh, the fitness chef, you might follow him on Instagram. He uh, puts puts a lot of really good factual evidence-based stuff up about diet, health and fitness. He'll be on just uh, sharing his insights on whether or not white bread is the devil. So, you know, you might hear it from some people, your friends, that came, I cut out white bread and then my whole life changed. Uh, is it really that bad for you or are you okay? Can you have your white bread now guilt-free? You'll be debunking that and a few other mad fitness mysteries, or fitness myths, I should say, uh, a little bit closer to 10 o'clock this evening. So that's on the way. Thanks to a couple of the texts that came in. Uh, if you just tuned in, I was just <laughs> wondering, you know, at, at what age do um, is it acceptable for you to give out to the annoying kids who just wreck your garden on your road? You know, if you're lucky to live in an apartment, happy days. But what do you do if, uh, you know, these, these young, violent just disorderly <laughs> seven and eight year olds are They're coming around having kids. a game of tip the can and are just wrecking your gaff when you're trying to work. <laughs> a few. Look at this one. Who is this from now? This is a great suggestion that was WhatsApped into us. Uh, firstly, get one of those alarms that only kids can hear. Is that like those animal ones if you want to keep spiders and insects away? So you just plug it in and there's this tiny oh, little. Yeah. It's not a bad one at all. I think yeah? that's uh, cruelty to children, no? Yeah, but none of the adults will be able to hear, so no one's going to believe them. <laughs> I'll be like, I can't hear anything. I think your child's going insane. 
Do you know what you should get though? You know, the, this is terrible now. You know, for dogs to keep them inside their kind of garden so they oh, don't a run shock out. Collar. Yeah. <laughs> they could have a shock bracelet or something. That'll be good, yeah. I'll be like, oh, do you know what I'll do? I'll go around selling like charity bracelets to the, all the estates. <laughs> to the kids. Yeah, here's a charity bracelet. And if they come anywhere near it, they just get like a hundred volts sent through them. <laughs> oh, this is horrific. We do not condone cruelty to children. But we are selling charity bracelets if you want any. Oh, God. Uh, getting, getting done. Um, okay, look at this. <laughs> I, I, I like this one a lot, right? It's a bit awkward. Uh, Dean, thanks for it, though. Dina said, put itching powder on your bush so when the, so oh, when God. they rub off it, it won't, they won't be coming back to your garden. Listen... Uh, it's always dangerous putting itching powder on your bush, so we will it take is. that with a pinch of salt. Uh, so, listen, thanks for that. It's not, it's not a bad one. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, look, best of luck with that. You could uh, try get them to set the record for who can jump over the big cactus on the corner house. You're going to make some legends. That, see, yeah, that's the other one. So my other idea here was they keep running through a small gap in the bush and coming right up to the front of the house. So I was like, I'll, I'll buy a couple of big, large cactus. But, yeah, you're just going to make them want to... See who can actually jump jump over it. And then they'll be pushing their friends into the cactus. This is all falling apart. See, it's your birthday soon and I know that. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn up at your house one of the days. I'm going to do hopscotch in your driveway. And they're going to have all these balloons and all these like toys and stuff for them to come in to play with. Don't do it too early. You're going to have a mass gathering in in your garden. Oh God, deep breaths. Deep breaths. Can't be dealing (laughs) with this. You'd love it. No, I would not love this at all. Uh, oh, we got um, two durian fruit stories. I never know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Durian. I think it's durian. Anyway, uh, you heard about these. They're a fruit that you typically will only get over in Southeast Asia. They're the smelliest, stinkiest, most pungent fruit in the world. So much so that you're not allowed to bring these fruits into hotels or hostels abroad because uh, they're horrifically bad. So much so that a uh, story in the last couple of days, a uh, story yesterday um, that a package of durian fruit sent to a post office in Germany was so bad that they one thought it was some sort of stink bomb or biological weapon. Uh, tons of the staff fell ill and they had to evacuate and shut down the post office. So they're horrific. Just got a message in here now. Stephen out in Clodoghan tonight. He says, two durian stories. Uh, durians are banned from hand luggage on most airlines in Asia. I live slash work in China. Currently stuck in Ireland at the moment, but that's another story. Yeah, good old COVID. So engineers were called to our office one day because someone thought there was a gas leak. It was actually people having durian. <laughs> oh, my God. It's that bad. How can you actually consume it if it smells yeah. that bad? Stephen, have you ever eaten it? Uh, Domino's put it on their pizza over there. My God. Because like, I know smell, smell and taste is fairly linked, but I know it, you know, it mightn't be 100% exact, but I've never had it. Uh, I've thankfully never smelled it either, but I just know it's... Oh, but dangerous. a smell would make you vomit. More than a taste would, nearly. Yeah, yeah it's, smell can turn your stomach, can't it? Like, you might be able to stomach some, some stuff just by obviously holding your nose and getting it down, but whoop. Oh, he's had it, Stephen, you've had it. And he said oh it is God. absolutely disgusting. Really? Is it even good for you? Like, what are the health benefits of this fruit? Hang on, problem solved. What? Stephen, problem solved. What's the problem solved? Problem solved. This has been, this day has gone from absolutely terrible to amazing. Oh, you have a solution. What is it? Uh, Why did I not think of this? Why did I not think of this? Going to plant a durian tree in the front garden. Oh, beautiful. Can you do that in Ireland? 
Everyone's, I don't care, I'll figure it out. I'll have a glass house, temperature controlled little front garden and we'll plant and we'll grow some durian fruit and no one, no one will come near the place. Not even family or friends. This is amazing. Oh God. Listen, job done. Um, thanks for that. So yeah, if anyone else has had any durian fruit, let us know. 0876797104. Apparently just horrifically bad and horrifically stinky and horrifically... Um, uh, horrifically smelly. Um, all right, still to come on the show. Were you out driving in your fancy car today, Saoirse? I wouldn't call it fancy. It's battered up at the moment. Um, but yeah, I drove into town. Was it busy? It was really busy. And I don't know why. I don't know if people are back in work or what's the story. But it was like, it took me half an hour to get home, which it should only really take me about 10 minutes. So we're usually back to... Back to pre-lockdown traffic levels in and around a separate, uh, in and around the city centre. So apparently in Dublin anyway, places like the Clare Hall Road, Clonshock Road, in and around Santry, City West, 120 traffic jams reported across the city today. I suppose good news is we're, we're, we're creeping towards getting back to normal, but obviously bad news if you were stuck in traffic. So it just gave me the idea this evening, right? Uh, songs about the traffic. That's what I want to know this evening. Songs about being stuck in the traffic. Let us know. 87 it's not a traffic song as such, but would Spice Girls stop right now be? Oh be my God! On? Yeah, it a one hundred percent will be. I'm going to have to pull that one out because um, yeah, pull that one out. Uh, that's what she said. Hi, oh, traffic songs. Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four. FM one zero four is Room one zero four podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here. You can listen back to the full shows. Got all the interviews from during the week. Uh, subscribe to the Room 104 podcast on whatever platform you are on. Uh, news today. If you were stuck in horrific traffic, worse than ever before, um, do let us know where you were. Uh, was it bad going in and out of work? Or even if you were just out and about a little bit earlier on. We want to know traffic songs this season. Do you know the name of this song? What a tune this is. Again, any excuse to play play music like this we'll, we'll get away with and just just bang that out but uh, 87 uh, I was trying to come up with some suggestions some ideas of what would be considered a traffic song and I can't believe as well that um, I completely blanked off this one that you obviously suggested which is an old school Spice Girls one brilliant tune it is called Stop isn't it? oh yeah oh yeah it is so we know where the course is. Yeah, stop right now by the Spurs because that's not a bad one. Um, a couple of messages coming in in relation to uh, this one. Someone has said talking heads. Yeah, yeah you do. Why do I not know that? Of course you know that one. We're on that's the road to nowhere. That's not ringing a bell at all. What? No. Uh, what year is that? Uh, like it's an old That's one, an old but like song. it's a, it's yeah. it's a classic. You never heard "We're on the Road to Nowhere." No. Uh, <laughs> great too. Uh, who sent that in? Who sent that in? By the way, now uh, "Road to Nowhere" was from. Uh, sorry, uh, Raymond. Thank you very much uh, for that. Oh, look at this one. Oh, this is a good suggestion by Mark Byrne now, your traffic song. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, this when is a great traffic song. Yeah. Now, did Christina Aguilera not have a traffic song? Did she? I think she did. 
Called what? Type in Christina Aguilera traffic song. Christina Aguilera traffic song. Okay. She right, definitely okay. had a video that was all about traffic, stopping the traffic in the middle of the street. Christina. So did um. Oh, uh, who were they called? Mary J. Was it Mary J. Blige? The Fuji's. I'm not. I'm not it? getting. I'm not really. Getting, I don't seem to be getting anything for Christina Aguilera traffic. I have ain't no other man can't hold us down. Beautiful, dirty. Oh, maybe, maybe fighter. I'm a survivor. That kind of song. Mm, Are you sure it was Christina Aguilera? Yeah, it might not have been one of her main songs. All right, okay. Uh, if you what have any good one, traffic, what ones, was the let Fuji song as well? The Fuji's where they were. Was it the Fuji's where they're on the street and they were stopped in traffic? Maybe it wasn't the Fuji's. Are you making stuff up now, Sasha? Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. No. Someone help me out. I'm thinking of the Fugees, but maybe it wasn't. Uh, Derek, good evening. Derek, this is a great show. This is a great traffic song now. Capsulates the mood perfectly. Play a little bit of Oasis, lads will do it. Uh, obviously, going nowhere. Oasis, good traffic song. Um, okay, no one, no one. What about that song? Anyway. Feeling all right. Bye. Okay, that was a train song, but you know what I mean. They're not going anywhere, so we'll take it. There it down. Um, speaking of Christina Aguilera, we, Claire has suggested a Britney, a Britney song when it comes to traffic songs. This is oh, a good show, Claire. Uh, this one. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, you're kind of stuck on the keys of the canal. You know what I, Fifty. Shackles. Who sang Shackles? Oh, 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 oh. It's oh, that oh, one. Oh. That video is all stuck in traffic. Is that not? Who is that now? That's Take the shackles off my feet so I can praise you. Mary, Mary. One? Mary, Mary, yeah. That's a yeah. great traffic song. Uh... All right, okay, we'll get that up now. Uh, 0876797104 if you want to play a little bit of uh, what, what, you know, traffic songs. What, what traffic songs come to mind? Yeah, this one, Mary, Mary, Shackles. Yeah. Great song. So you can hear the beeping on the traffic. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Ah, yeah. 
Do you know, you know, this is um, this is a very a re- religious song. I did. You told me that actually before. Yeah. So th- this is um, I'm currently on the God Channel. So she was a. So she was. A, she's a, I suppose a gospel or and B kind of singer. She and this was. is a. This is. She wants to praise God. Take the shackles off the feet and praise Jesus. But stopping traffic in the meantime, obviously. Yeah, there's more important things. Traffic doesn't matter. You want to uh, you want to get in the traffic ride to heaven. That's what I think she's saying. That's what she wants to know. <laughs> uh, listen, any other decent traffic songs that come uh, that come come to mind? Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Still to come on the show, we'll be uh, catching up with Crossy from the Strawberry Lamp Clock about Dublin Pride this weekend. How you can get involved along with us here on FM one hundred and four. What we'll be doing on air and online and on our Facebook and Instagram. And also, is white bread the devil? You might believe so, but fingers crossed. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Sir Shalong. here on FM 104. Thank you. Quick thank you to... Ooh, sorry, I'm just jumping back in here between song suggestions and messages coming in. Uh, thank you to Keith, who's after sending this in. Uh, just a note from the Irish Times, currently reporting that face masks are going to become mandatory on all public transport this evening. So uh, they're just reporting here. Minister oh. for Transport. <laughs> Let me just get my uh, my news voice on. See if uh, Hazel or Eamon will give me a job <laughs> uh, on news in the morning. <clears throat> Minister for Transport Shane Ross is set to bring in proposals to Thursday's cabinet meeting, which would make the wearing of masks on all public transport compulsory. We go live now to Sir Long for more. So you have to wear a face mask and that's it. Now shut up. Thanks, Sir. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. There's nothing nothing else to it. Don't even come at it with, well, if that's not fair, no, it is fair. Right, we want to get back to it's, normal. It's a good, it's, yeah, it's a good analogy to think of it as a, like a seatbelt. You know, obviously, if you don't wear a seatbelt yeah, exactly. and you're in a minor crash, you're going through the windscreen and you're going to die and you potentially might hit someone with your face um, on the other side of the road as well. So uh, I don't want to go back to phases one or two or zero or minus one. So it's looking like this will be brought in, proposals will be brought in tomorrow and voted on. So yeah, it could be, Compulsory. The reason apparently they're doing this as well is because as more people are going back to work, you can't uh, you can't fit as many people on a bus with the social distancing measures at two meters in place. So there's only like you can only get like four people on the downstairs of the bus and the same uh, upstairs and the same in the loose. So to try and, and free fairness, up a bit of space. We did speak to Simon Harris a few weeks ago, and he said that you should always be wearing. And this is before it was obviously mandatory that you should be wearing a mask on public transport. And I spoke to someone that is back in work that gets the Lewis, and they said I feel like an alien on the Lewis because I'm the only one that's wearing a mask. Yeah. So I know. a lot of people aren't taking that advice on board. So maybe now they have to implement it because people aren't doing it. It can feel a little bit uncomfortable, it can feel a little bit weird and strange, but especially if you're going back into work and using public transport, especially for, like, your granny's going to be on the train and the bus, uh, and, and, you know, you've got to keep her safe. So hopefully it'll only be for another couple of weeks anyway, but if you, it's looking like it's going to be made compulsory. Now, how they're going to enforce that, I don't know. But uh, listen, thanks to that news breaking this evening anyway. Masks are going to become mandatory on public transport if uh, the proposals brought by Minister for Transport, Shane Ross get the sign off and it looks like they will because we'll need to up capacity. Speaking of transport, we're talking about uh, we're talking about traffic songs at the moment since there was about 120 uh, traffic jams reported around the city today. A lot of places getting busier, which we know it's good, but you know, if you were stuck somewhere, do let us know, but let us know your traffic song. We've had a few. We had this one in from <laughs> with this one in uh, forgot about it. Uh, this was from David Hasselhoff. I forgot he had a little bit of a musical career. Oh, 
I do remember this Drive one, yeah. Why not? Or jump in my car. Now you could go, you could stoop low and go riding dirty. Oh, you get a bit you filthy could, when you're talking on. about it. Riding yeah. dirty. Yeah. That's not a bad mm. tune either. Mm. The, the Ghost Rider remix. Yeah. See? Great song. I think this was back in, I'm going to say 2006-ish. Although, I mean, the only problem with this is it says they're rolling. You're not going to be rolling in traffic now, Saoirse. Probably not. Unless you're one of those sneaky people who just flies up either the bus lane when you're not meant to, or the hard shoulder, or uh, other ways of trying to sneak and skip the traffic. Um, well, you can roll along. You can <laughs> yeah, roll along. They see you rolling really, really slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Not moving anywhere. Um, cool. All right. So some of the ones we had in this evening, the traffic songs were from Road to Hell, David Hasselhoff. Oh, the Cardigans, my favorite game. My two favorite traffic songs. And Imagine Dragons, it's time. Uh, yeah, but yeah, jump in my car. Thanks, Alan, for that. There's a few other ones. Where are we going? I was the only one on the bus today with a mask. It's madness. People are just so lax. Susie, I think yeah. the only reason we're getting away with it now is because we're a little island and we haven't got many people coming or going uh, and we're kind of protected that way. But uh, the virus, we have to remind ourselves, is exploding outside of Europe anyway. So it's getting worse in America, Brazil, parts of Africa and Southeast Asia as well. So it's by no it's by no means gone at no. all. It's been could be confirmed for a season two here. So uh, we wanna avoid that. So uh, mask it up and we'll we'll get out of here sooner rather than later, fingers crossed. Stuck in the middle of you with the sealers we had that as well. Uh, oh this this is this is a <laughs> this is a random one but um I can get it. I can get it why this would be a particularly good traffic song as well. If you're stuck in traffic for so for so long and then you suddenly remembered what life was like when you weren't stuck in traffic. Oh no, this is the and worst song that you can listen to. And you're just listening back crying through the rain-covered window. <laughs> I need to call. You remember when we when we weren't in when we weren't in traffic and you just start crying oh, away stop. to yourself. Please yeah. turn her off. <laughs> Leave Adele no. alone. Look, I love Adele, but Jesus, we don't need to listen to that right now. Can we only that on a, on a somewhat sunny enough Wednesday evening in June? Let's all just get real miserable. How about we just play this for the rest of the night? Well, at least it's not going to affect us too much right now because we are in, you know, the end of June and it's sunny weather and things are looking looking up. So Adele can't really harm us in our brains. But if it was a miserable day and we were still in lockdown, that's a dangerous song to listen to. It is, isn't it? That's teetering close to the edge. You're like, okay, let's bring it back there now, lads. Let's yeah. just... Uh, Let's just bring it back. So listen, any other traffic songs, 087-6797-104. Thanks for those suggestions that came in. We didn't get to all of them, but we did get to a good few of them. Uh, still to come after 10 o'clock, down with that sort of thing, careful now. Uh, it's rounded with the weird stories from all over the world. Uh, one of them including a, a new candle from Gwyneth Paltrow. Now, you know my love of overpriced scented candles anyway, Saoirse. This one... Yeah. Yeah. It's a follow-on from a, scent, a previous is this candle. A scent, yeah, this is the scent of something personal to her, is it? Something personal. So she released mm. a candle last year, which was very personal. It was the smell of a, of a very personal odour from her, and now she's <laughs> followed up up this one. So, yeah, Love good luck. It. Listen, uh, she'll be on the way 
Uh, more of that will be on the way, sorry, at 10 o'clock. Next, though, we're going to the fitness chef. He has about half a million followers online. He posts incredibly informative, evidence-based information when it comes to your diet and your health. So when people kind of tell you to be terrified of a slice of white bread because, oh, it's white bread, um, he kind of adds a bit of rational thought into it. He's going to be on next chatting about some of those myths around white bread, what you should be eating and how you should be managing yourself when it comes to health, fitness and diet in lockdown. He is on the way FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. It's Room 104, it's Cormac and Saoirse here. Uh, have you recent, recently developed maybe a, a fear or phobia of white bread? Because of all the things that you hear are bad for you, unfortunately white bread gets slated. It does get slated. Now, I had a crisp sandwich for the first time the other night and I forgot how back. good it was. So, of I course, know. I had another one after that. So, I've had two. So, that's four slices of bread with loads of butter and crisps. But that's my downfall. It's not the bread itself. It's the butter that I lash on afterwards. So, I'm obsessed with toast. Since lockdown, I have four slices of toast every single day. And I've definitely put on weight. But again, I think it could be the butter. <laughs> maybe it's the half pound of butter you're putting on every slice I always do that as well with butter if you spread it out the calories don't count it's like you have a big mound of it but it's spread evenly across the slice so it doesn't yeah. matter uh, so obviously every now and again uh, you know these different fad diets come out a lot of the times and uh, you know cut out white food cut out cut out carbs cut out bread but listen is bread the villain and you know what are some of the other fitness myths we might have been falling for that might necessarily be true because listen toast is unreal let's be honest it's called spade a spade it's, it's, it's a such a good comfort food. So to uh, dispel some of the myths uh, around these kind of uh, fads that come out online with regards to your health and your fitness and your diet, we're delighted to welcome back to the show. He is the fitness chef on Instagram, Graham Tomlinson, sir. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. How are you guys? Good. And I'm feeling a little bit more relaxed about maybe having some uh, some toast and some bread after the show because these things, you, you, if people haven't seen your, your Instagram account, you have built up a massive following because what Graham does is you like to, I suppose, dispel myths around certain foods and what people would, would say is, quote, a bad food uh, versus a, a good food. And you like to put the facts and the numbers to it. Yeah, I think um, in recent times, a lot of people have just become a little bit too obsessed with specific foods being good or bad um, without having any context. So my account is basically just providing the simple facts for people to have a look and and make their own decisions. Um, With regards to the bread, I I recently did a post and, you know, a lot of people do think that bread is is the thing that makes you fat, but actually it's the toppings that you put on that could really um, increase the calories quite a lot. Um, for example, an average slice of bread would be 95 calories, and if you were to put on 40 grams of peanut butter and 30 grams of jam, you know, it's over 400 calories. So all of a sudden, oh, it's, it's wow. the toppings that are the things that are creating a calorie excess, not necessarily the bread. Okay, but you know that you're talking calories here, and that's only 95 calories per slice of bread. But if you were just to eat bread all day long, say if that was your staple diet, <laughs> would you would you still have the same type of body? if you were eating a load of fruit that would have been the same type of calories? So there's there's a very long answer to that question and and yeah, I mean essentially you could um, it all depends on how many total calories you're eating. So if you make up your total daily calorie allowance just from bread compared to a variety of 
other foods, then yes, you could achieve the same composition, but is it going to be sustainable? You know, I presume that you do enjoy eating other foods apart from bread um, as well. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So we also Graham, I think we've, we've stumbled on uh, a beautiful radio challenge for Saoirse to live a month just eating bread. <laughs> yeah, and no, I would No butter, that. no nothing. You just have to have dry slices of bread for breakfast, dinner and lunch and we'll see how you get on after Okay, now, days. come on. Let's not... <laughs> bread life. Let's not dis butter here it's not butter's fault okay mm. well i mean we've all been there we've all been there we've all eaten you know we've, we've set out to eat one or two slices of bread which has turned into four or five or six and and that is because bread is pretty awesome isn't it we enjoy eating it so whilst i'm saying that bread is not the enemy here we do still need to appreciate some control with it yeah that, that, that's true we can't you know we're not obviously advocating to go out because like the same thing i imagine it's it's the same with apples and fruit if you had four thousand calories of apples you would still become over overweight and, and you pack on the yeah. pounds it doesn't matter how much of a superfood they are. Yeah exactly um, You know, there's a lot of fruits and vegetables get branded as these superfoods and essentially people are just getting mixed up with the nutritious element there but the nutrients that you consume aren't related to the calories that you consume and the calories is the thing that determine your, your body weight so with regards to fruits you know a banana, a medium banana could be around about 130 150 calories whereas 100 grams of strawberries which is probably about six or seven medium strawberries would be 25 to 30 calories. So to say that you're snacking on fruit, you probably have mm. to look a little bit further into that as well. Most fruits are quite um, low in calories. There's only a few. It's just um, a whipped cream with the strawberries, Graham, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the same idea with the bread. So yeah, if you, if you're, if you keep adding, adding different foods, the calories will increase. It's, it's quite simple. I just want to ask you in terms of like, so if you had a banana and then a, a chocolate bar that was the same calories, would you not be better off having the banana? Because would the chocolate not have high higher sugar content that it's going to kind of turn to fat quicker? Uh, good question. So essentially, mm, you'd have to look at the specific brand of chocolate bar. But that's quite a lot of sugar in a banana itself. So I would estimate that it would be quite similar in, in sugar. Not that sugar is necessarily bad. It's just not particularly filling. So eating a lot of high sugar foods might result in you overeating calories because you don't necessarily feel full. In regards to nutrients, obviously the banana's got a lot more nutrients in there, which is a, a positive, whereas the chocolate bar probably doesn't. But if they were the same in calories, you know, yes, I would recommend eating the banana most of the time but then you know don't deny yourself a chocolate bar some of the times if you enjoy that as well only the one though Saoirse yeah. not 17 <laughs> that's the problem you see yeah, which is which yeah. is important, fortunate uh, Graham, are there again without maybe getting too complicated again I think your message is, is trying to deliver as much simple evidence based stuff as possible that you know don't be vilifying bread or sugar or any food group and show some kind of moderation and control which is where I would fall down personally and where I think most people do is are there some either body types or people that are more susceptible to maybe craving sugar, sugary foods and going on binging versus people who, I don't know, m might just be feeling fuller more naturally, if that makes sense. So we do have different body types, body builds, but things like a calorie deficit or a calorie surplus will still apply within that body build. So if, if somebody was built a certain way, it doesn't mean that they would lose weight or gain weight more than anybody else. It mm. would just mean that the equation is still the same and they still have to apply the principle of, of calorie control. A lot of people look at these kind of things without addressing the basics of how many total calories they're eating compared to how many calories they're expending. So, you know, people will be looking online, you know, it's my body weight. Is that why I'm gaining weight and can't lose weight? When actually if they just had a simple look at their life, they'd realise that they sat and watched 
TV five days a week and didn't go out and move. Whereas, you know, doing that is a, pro- is a much more sustainable, achievable way and healthier way to look at it um, rather than looking at the, the finer details of it because there's so much conflicting opinions and a lot of nuances with all the evidence out there. And my tip is just to keep it as, as simple as possible. I'm just so glad we can eat carbs because there's a friend of ours, yeah. myself and Cormac know him equally and he's totally gone off all carbs and that's how he said he lost a ton of weight. Now this has scared me to death because I've probably eaten everything and more than usual during lockdown and I've definitely put on a bit of weight but I, I was convinced it was the toast that I'm eating it's probably <laughs> the butter let's be honest but the fact that you're saying you don't have to cut out a certain food group, you don't need to say no to carbs and eat meat and veg all day long. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, obviously, if, if you were consuming half a loaf of bread each day, then you probably would say that the bread is contributing to it. But it, it just totally depends what you're eating. You know, with regards to carbohydrates, the reason that your your friend lost the weight there is by cutting carbs, they cut calories. And uh, the reason you lose weight is by cutting calories. So you could cut out fat if you wanted. You could cut out protein if you wanted. Um, it's just finding a, a sustainable way that you enjoy to lose weight. And normally, that would would be keeping carbs, fats and proteins all together, but just reducing all of them slightly. So eating all the foods you enjoy, but just monitoring how many calories you're consuming. There's just so many fat diets out there, isn't there, Cormac? That, you, you know, we, you we gotta sell those skinny teas. Gotta sell yeah. them. Gotta flog yeah. these juice diets, you know, and, and get them online. Because yeah, as, as we do, we do like a quick fix, don't we? Unfortunately, if mm. we can have a magic pill, um, that'll be uh, amazing. Graham, before listen, we let you go. Um, would you have any advice for people now who might be uh, st- struggling in lockdown? I know we're kind of coming out of it, uh, and who knows, we might be going back into it in a couple of weeks. By the way, certain things <laughs> are gone. But do you have any advice for people in lockdown who who might be struggling with everything from diet and exercise? Um, over the last, what is it now? I don't know, four years we've been locked down. But, you know, what pieces of advice would you have for, for those people? The first piece of advice would be to, to ask themselves, you know, are they actually happy with themselves? Because a lot of people think they need to lose weight when actually losing weight might not actually make them happier anyway. But if somebody, uh, you know, had discovered that their happiness probably would improve if they lost weight, it's just identifying how many calories that they need compared to their lifestyle. So rather than going online and looking at all the kind of fad diets and panicking because they've, they've gained a little bit of weight, it's going online to a reputable calorie calculator, putting in some accurate information about themselves, and it'll bring up a figure and literally that's the calorie target they should aim for each day. And from there, um, they can actually be quite flexible with it. So if, for example, you know, pubs and bars are maybe going to open soon, maybe restaurants, they, they can go out and track their calories weekly instead of daily so that some days they can actually go over their calorie target and then they can make up for it on other days so that they can have more of a, a social life as well. And just keeps it more flexible and you're always achieving it rather than, you know, some days if you... Do you have a bit of a blowout and go over your calorie target? Some people may, you know, give up because they think they've failed. But actually, it's a longer, longer game that people should be focusing on rather than the sort of quick fix. I know it's tempting. Um, the latest thing has been these skinny jabs. Have you seen the injections for suppressing appetite, which is just hor- so horrendous. Kind of, yeah, it's, uh, absolutely horrendous. Um, yeah, it's basically just injecting. I can't remember the exact chemical into your into your body, um, which is supposed to suppress appetite, which is a total ridiculous way to view losing weight because as we know we need to eat to stay alive so demonizing eating food is certainly not the answer for people's mental health going forward but unfortunately they're they're targeting people with that but hopefully we can maybe keep calling them out and uh 
<laughs> report them yeah. to, to the advertising authority. Yeah, fingers God, crossed. That's bad, isn't it? Um, yeah. It's a little worrying. They're going around like drug addicts looking to suppress hunger yeah. with, with weird well, pills and weird, weird injections. Well, funnily enough, this one is actually a controlled drug to, to support patients with type 2 diabetes. So it does have credibility and it has been used by doctors and specialists for morbidly obese patients but mm. it definitely shouldn't be shouldn't be going out to people who are you know some people who are underweight are taking this which is really really dangerous so um yeah that's the kind of latest thing that's out there which i'm glad that you two haven't heard about <laughs> no thank god and you know what for anyone that's listening that might be struggling with their weight this is a positive you can eat everything just in moderation yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm yeah. too afraid though because even my brain shuts off after that bit where you say you can eat everything and then i'm like after that i don't care and uh, i forgot the, the moderation bit but 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 listen if you're looking for some solid health and fitness information that's kind of easily consumable and is evidence-based and it's it's really really uh, solid none of the bs around it check out graham on instagram hundreds of thousands of followers there it's at the fitness chef uh, underscore go follow him and he, he posts a ton of stuff every day and every week and if you want you can check out his best-selling book as well it's called the fitness chef eat what you like and lose weight for life. So, I mean, happy days. Listen, Graeme, it's always a pleasure talking to you. Uh, we're going off to now have a little bit of toast, have a little bit of bread, and fingers crossed, uh, lose a little bit of weight in lockdown. Yeah, great. Me too. <laughs> Thanks for having me on again. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. 